season is here upon us. That's right. It's the honors that we've all been talking about for months. And now, the day is finally here. It's the Best Friend Awards! <laughs> Good evening, folks, and welcome to the 138th Annual Best Friend Awards. Tonight, we are here to honor the best friends in the world. I believe it was Woodrow Wilson who once said, friendship is the only cement that can hold the world together. And you know what? I think he was right about that. I also think he was wrong when he said the white men were roused to a mere instinct of self-preservation until at last there had sprung into existence a great Ku Klux Klan a veritable empire of the South to protect the Southern country. But tonight, <laughs> we are not here to honor Woodrow Wilson. Not only because he was a violent racist, but also because he, unlike the majority of racists, did not have a podcast. Podcasting has been called the great equalizer, the truest American art form, and even the best way to sell mattresses using murder. Podcasts have the amazing ability to bring us together, but not really. The magic of podcasting transports us to a room with several mid-tier stand-up comics who we've never met in real life, and they convince us that those are our closest friends. The Best Friend Awards honor the greatest friends in the world of podcasting, Specifically those who are the greatest friends to other people who are the hosts of the same podcast. So let's get to it, ladies and gentlemen. And the best friend award goes to Nathan B. Woodard. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, what an honor. Thank you so much to you all. Oh my gosh, where to start? Oh, I want to thank my beautiful wife, Laura, and our four amazing children, our two cats, and our one dog. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone who voted for me. You have no idea how much of a dream come true this has been, this whole journey. I want to thank the Academy of Best Friendship for putting together this event. and uh, th Thank you to all the hardworking men and women behind the scenes. Without you guys, this event could not come together. Uh, I want to thank uh, my manager, Tim Build-A-Bear. Uh, thank, thank you to Ron Howard and everyone at Imagine Entertainment. Thank you to my middle school teacher, Mrs. Carbon, for telling me that I could be someone's best friend if I just stopped biting. Thank you. Oh, 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 of course. Thank you to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gives me the strength to wake up every day and be the best friend I can be. Uh, thank you to all the listeners of the podcast to uh, appreciate what a good friend I am. Uh, oh, oh, uh, 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 oh, 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 of course. Uh, I want to thank most of all the person without who I could not be a best friend, Christopher Winfrey, the CEO of Charter Communications, who gives me the internet I need to be my best potential friend. Thank you. 
I'm really regretting not sending a uh, uh, Sashin Little Feather to <laughs> this award show in my stead. <laughs> this is a real kick in the pants. It's it's La La Land all over yeah. again. <laughs> it's. <laughs> it's like that time uh, Ben Affleck won an Academy Award and, and they just talked about how much work marriage was <laughs> in his speech. <laughs> Folks, we don't have a podcast yet. We tried we tried to do a podcast about the bottom of the top 100 charts and we were duped by a bad spreadsheet. Truly tricked. I don't even bother if you if you haven't signed up for Patreon, don't even bother signing up. It's tainted now by our podcast where we spent an hour mocking songs for not being higher than 100 on the charts. Only to find out that they were, in fact, all higher than 100 on the charts. I want to say a, a, a special apology to uh, Baby Washington, the R&B singer, who had a hard enough time without us making fun, losing her baby and everything. But that's not what we're here to do. No, not at all. We're here to come up with an idea. Not to, not to, look, we could sit here and armchair quarterback our old episodes. Some might say, that we do sit here and armchair quarterback our old episodes. I'm more of a but couch is, guy. Yeah. Couch quarterback. I don't even own an armchair. I have a rocking chair. I'm just waiting for the day that they can, you know, make a hot tub couch sized. Mm. One I'm where I'm not going to slop water all over my living room. Yeah. I want the rocking hot tub. Ooh. Just get that thing going. Do you think it'll work better as a traditional rocking chair or a glider? Because the rocking chair tilts, which is just going to pour water out. But the that glider is, is going to get some good sloshing going. It'd be I like having a have hot to wave pool. Rewrite the entire uh, rocking rule book. Because I don't think this thing can have a ladder back either. That's just asking for trouble. <laughs> a traditional Amish ladder back bathtub. <laughs> that's, that's why they never bathe. <laughs> I don't know. Are, do, do the Amish have any rules against hoses? Uh, I think they do, right? Isn't that? I don't know where do they where do they stand on plumbing. I I just feel like uh, well, plumbing uses no electricity. Like they should be good there. Now the water heater, that's electric. Yeah, probably taking some really could, quick cold showers. It could be gas. You could have a gas water heater, or one of those goofy solar ones like Jimmy Carter. Hmm. Maybe they're just making like sun tea. Sun hot water. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just putting a big uh, bathtub out on the, the counter there. and they, they have a gigantic 
mason jar. And at the end of the week, all the Amish, they line up and they jump in. They take, they unscrew the giant cap off of the big mason jar. And they all tie a rope around their waists and they jump in and they make the worst tea you've yeah. ever tasted. Yeah, usually when uh, everybody it comes to talks food about stuff, apple people butter. are very into the Amish stuff. Don't get Amish. Don't drink tea, Amish tea. It's yeah. Amish sun tea. It's mostly it's mostly Mr. Graber's pubes. Yeah. Well, do you have an idea for a podcast? Uh, I do. And uh, if there's one thing that America loves even more than an award show. It's an election, but a lot of times elections are for uh, boring things, and this Mm -hmm. is not that. This is you matchmaker, you comma America, and this is a show in which uh, we uh, uh, set forth uh, possible couplings and let America decide. Which are you, of your favorite celebrities would you like to be forced uh, to marry one another? Oh, my God. This is a great idea. And honestly, now that you've put the idea in my head, I'm I'm mad retroactively. For every year that I've been alive and been mad that two celebrities weren't dating. Why was I not allowed to have a say in this? Everything that they do is for my dollar, and they That's didn't right. insult me? Their me? marriages are shams anyway. Why can't they be our shams? Mm-hmm. All right, so who do you got? Oh, in, in which category? I, I, I think that... Uh, mm, I think that I would like to see... Is Joe Pesci married yet? Yet? Is he like... Is there that some sort of a thing sc- where scamp Joseph Pesci did has, he get uh, like a letter in the mail that his rich uncle died and would leave him his fortune yeah. if he's married before midnight? Is he still uh, going through his uh, going steady phase? He's just playing the field. Yeah, he. You know, there's too much time left to be tied down to anything. What's that Joe Pesci song? That's I shouldn't have brought this up because I don't know it well enough. Are you talking about Wise Guy? The Joe Pesci rap? No, there's one. It's on that album. (coughs) But it's just where he's just like uh, saying like, hey, uh, women are bitches. I don't like women. (laughs) It's, It's pretty catchy. Uh, he did a cover of Got to Get You Into My Life. That that would be appropriate for uh, our program here. Why don't you take your love and shove it up your big fat ass? You know your uh, here it is. <laughs> I'm tired all the yelling and the fights that we had. It they won't be cause of you. Hey, you moan and you groan and you bitch and you whine. You make every beef we got last. Well, I'm telling you, baby, I'm through with you. Take your love, shove it up your big fat ass. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Okay. Me? I'd like to see Matt Damon 
Uh-huh. I'm uh-huh. sorry. And Joe Pesci? And Be- and Ben Vereen. Oh, okay. Little Matt and Ben. Oh, but it's Ben Vereen, the mayor of Zoobly Zoo. And he's dressed in, in the Zoobly Zoo makeup. And they have a big royal wedding. Royal wedding? Mm-hmm. For, for what... For what country is this? Is this turning into what I think it is? Not only are we arranging a marriage, but for our own American king and queen. That's right. America is a country founded on democracy. And if democracy says that these two should be wed, then they have the mandate of heaven. They could do no wrong in our eyes. Yeah. Now they give, get give to rule a, us. Give them a hot dog scepter and a good old apple pie crown. Oof, this is a really good idea. They should you. We should have a king and a queen, but we get to kids' choice who the king and queen are, like prom. Because you know that Donald Trump, he would have won anyway, but he would have had a different wife. Ooh, yeah, I would probably vote uh, for someone who would be disgusted by Trump. I Oh, I, well, I was know. imagining that it, if it's prom rules, you don't get to vote for a couple. You vote for them individually. So it'd yeah. be first place Donald Trump, second place Hillary Clinton. That's right. And, and is up. that wedding bells I hear? Oh, kiss each other. <laughs> <laughs> we make them kiss. <laughs> Honestly, a great idea. Yeah. America we would have a gay president way sooner. Hot tub, singing, sitting at home, getting titillated by what a hot kiss that is. It's not just because I have my privates near the water jet. Yeah, yeah. The Kids Choice Award for, or wait, is it the Kids Choice Award or it has to be the Teen <laughs> Choice Awards? I don't think they're not letting the kids get horny, are they? <sighs> I don't think we can stop them anymore. Choicest lip lock goes to the inauguration of King Donald and Queen Hillary. (laughs) Uh, All the kids in the Kids' Choice Award, they have to come up and kiss on stage in front of the kids, and then we slime them. (laughs) And I don't know if, if this... We we might have a very very long election uh, for this podcast because I think what we have to do is throw every famous person into a pool and then seed the world's largest single elimination tournament. It's like it's like uh it's like blood sport, but for kissing. They're just all in there smooching each other. Like something out of a gladiator movie. Just writhing celebrity bodies. Just lips everywhere. Yeah. And, and now I'm wondering emerges, if uh, in, in the old gladiatorial games, if they wouldn't have been better served by more than just two hand gestures. Thumbs up or thumbs down. They also could have done that thing where uh, you interlace your fingers and make like a humping sort of uh the- you could do the gesture. one where you go like this, so your middle fingers go. Yeah. You could do uh, blow a little kiss. 
Oh, and then you the gladiator. Do the, the little heart to catch thing. It. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. A salute. Do the little rascals salute with your fingers under your chin. Boy, oh boy, they could have had a whole, a whole language worked out. Instead, just thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. This this also goes for uh, at the movies with. Siskel and Ebert. Oh, yeah. I give this one a... I blow it a little kiss, and then I wink at it, and then I pull on my left ear. Yeah. I give this this film uh, three licks. Got me right to the center, if you know what I mean. And The Departed steals third base because it read the <laughs> review wrong. That's you, Matchmaker, you, America. All right, I got one. This okay. is called Podsaurus. All right. The podcast Thesaurus. And so this would be where we would just take a, a word. Every week, every week the, the show would be about a new word. And we would explore other synonyms and antonyms for that word. So this week on Podsaurus, maybe we, you know, the word is penis, also known as a wang, also sometimes known as a dong or donger. Yeah, and uh, actually, uh, wang is a short shortening of a uh, wing wanger. Is my my father's preferred nomenclature. You can call it a you can call it a pud. You can call it a jimmer jammer. Call it a phallus if you like. Perhaps your pee pee. Your purple headed yogurt slinger. Yep. Your John Thomas. Your wee Willy Winky. Uh, the propagator. The old pink lizard. <laughs> the Mormon hose. <laughs> Rascal flats. <laughs> and the some antonyms for penis <laughs> <laughs> groundhog what yeah just the groundhog oh he must have seen his shadow <laughs> oh he went in <laughs> yeah that's podsaurus i think we pretty much we nailed that one we know what we're working with here yep do you got another one Oh, a, another uh, podcast idea or another, well, you name, got another for name for a penis? We can uh, go for that. A little oh, bit we longer. we haven't done some uh, pretty pretty big ones. I mean, we haven't used. I don't think we've said cock, prick, dick, Peter, Pecker. Oh, I'm gonna put some like sexy music over yeah. you saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have another idea for a podcast? I I sure do. And it's called Cock Dick Prick <laughs> Pecker. Piss Blood. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one is called Never Don't Get It Again. And what this is is a podcast where any sort of media that, that you, you want, uh, 
all, all the way down through history. You know, we can do uh, movie films. Uh, we can do uh, television shows, magazine articles. We can do books. We can do just uh, things that you heard uh, down at the body shop. But what this is, is we're going to explain jokes to you so that you don't miss a thing. So this is essentially like uh, when you're a child and you watch cartoons and you don't get like when they make Bugs Bunny look like Edward G. Robinson. That that sort of thing, yes. Or uh, perhaps you're you're a kid and, and uh, you just decide that you want to watch something even more grown up than Bugs Bunny. Are you talking about Tom and Jerry? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about Tom and Jerry. They also probably made an Edward G. Robinson joke, but you, you mm. already know that. Well, yeah, we'll give you a little refresher on, on Edward G., but uh, you'll you'll be you'll be fielding that one yourself, probably. But I, I'm thinking more like uh, maybe the little bit more adult humor of uh, per, perhaps a. Uh, a sitcom that, that your parents watch without, mm. you, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't know what, what's, what's all the rage these days. Uh, but I, I remember, uh, my parents watching cheers while I was growing up and being like, I don't know what the hell they are talking about. They're all laughing they're, they're, and they're laughing. And this is, uh, nobody's getting hit over the head with a hammer. Uh, there are yeah. no pies in any faces. At least Nobody's not doing any that they're a, showing an Edward G. Robinson impression. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest problem. That's my biggest complaint with Cheers. Is that there aren't enough there aren't enough uh, times that the characters suddenly their face morphs and they go, "You dirty rat!" <laughs> Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me to find out that somebody did do that on Cheers. It was a simpler time. You could get away with just doing that. Yeah, I, I think Kelsey Grammer probably did it a few times. Mm-hmm. Never don't get it again. Or like in Bill and Ted, when they meet themselves from the future, and they're like, if you're us, what number are we thinking of? And then they all yell, 69, bro. <laughs> and when I was a kid, yeah. I was like, how did they know that? I seriously thought that it was like an incredible coincidence. But it turns I, out. I think that, that that could be a very fun episode where we uh, let people, let, let the let the kiddies in on that that little bit of info, you know? Yeah, we'll do uh, the first podcast for kids. Where we talk about sixty nine. <laughs> I, I I remember uh, being aware of that number and it having some sort of importance, and not knowing what it was. You know, that, I remember that, that's, a, that's a rite of passage. Being like, okay, this is an important number. If anybody ever says this number, laugh. You have no idea why. <laughs> I went with great concern to my friend. And asked him what it meant. And then he he was like, it's like from sex. Okay, look. And then he wrote 69 on his 
piece of paper and then he goes look at it get it and i felt so stupid because i still didn't get it but now in this moment i think i realized he didn't get it either and was just trying Somebody to bluff. Somebody did that to him. He was yeah. passing that the onus on to you. He was like, look, you get it? And, and I like, remember thinking yeah, like, yeah, I can't oh, wait Oh, is to... it supposed to be like two sperms doing some yeah. results? <laughs> I, I, it's, it's when you, you know, put your penis onto a boob. And then two big sperms <laughs> shoot out like, like two little tadpoles. This is honestly, yeah. <laughs> this is an idea for a podcast that I think uh, would be useful. From my own time as a child, there were so many things that I was curious about, but couldn't ask my parents. And not because they wouldn't have told me but because they would have told me, and that would be weird and gross. Kids need a way to learn these things, but unfortunately, it's only appropriate for them to learn it from other kids. That's true. I can't be like, well, what you do is you gotta spell the alphabet out. I should not be telling a kid that. <laughs> and not just because that's terrible advice. Could you imagine if you were in the in the acts of of sexual whatever, and then you suddenly realize someone was trying to spell the alphabet on you? What if they you you also realized that uh, they didn't know all the letters? <laughs> they, you, they you skipped a few. You said there instead of there. I felt there was an apostrophe. <laughs> Never don't get it again. Well, this is a, we would have to have to give this podcast to children so that they could explain to other children. I, I think that you you are seizing on the children aspect of it and missing the fact that many many adults don't mm. get a lot of jokes. That's true. That's true. I, I I don't know how how often uh, people angrily post onion articles saying getting very angry about the contents, not understanding satire. Uh huh. And also, we could perhaps use other uh, more popular <laughs> podcasts than our own, and. Uh, Largely just play that podcast, but this is a learning tool. Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. Yeah, so we could uh, we could just every episode just fire up a podcast. We got Joe Rogan, and we just start at the beginning, and we and then we just wait, wait for him to make a reference so esoteric mm -hmm. that we have to step in and explain. And well, uh, what you... at that point, what, when you hear this tone, like uh, the th little... that means that we're going to pop in there and uh, you can pause your version of, of the, the podcast. And there's an annotation that we're providing. For oh, you. yeah. We could. Uh, it, it's like pop up video. Yeah. And. Uh... <laughs> 
Now I'm thinking about how the the sound that the pop-ups make in pop-up video is probably similar to the sound that uh, your two large sperm make when they pop out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's so you can listen to our special Never Don't Get It Again edition of uh of Dennis Miller Dennis Miller's stand up and it just mm-hmm. sounds like we're popping our sperms off every couple of seconds. Yeah. Jumping or in, it just could, pop, 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 pop. Yeah. We could also do, uh, do they do audio books of joke books? Oh, that's pretty good. That's, uh, you know, I, 199 I dino jokes as read by. <laughs> oh, yeah. We could just get a joke book and record the audio book version of a joke book. I don't think anybody's doing audio joke books. I think that they could be a big hit. You know, people are going uh, to their office. They know they've got a big meeting and uh, maybe we have some really great dinosaur jokes for them that would kill in that meeting. Yeah, absolutely. Or or perhaps, uh, uh, you know, you're the best man at a wedding and uh, you got to give a toast. And you, you're probably going to want to start out with a few dinosaur jokes. Yeah. Yeah. You you, you get up at, at your friend. It, it's your your sister, your younger sister's wedding. And ding, 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 ding. Dinging on the glass, you know, with a fork. And then. <clears throat> uh, for those of you who don't know who I am, I am the bride's older sister. Uh, and I've been asked to say a few words. Let me just start off with, what do you call a gay dinosaur? (laughs) (coughs) It seems inappropriate, but they were going with a whole gay dinosaur theme for the wedding. And they're like, oh, megasaur ass. We never even thought of that. <laughs> All right, I got an idea for a podcast. All right, what's that? This is called I Wish I Could Give It Less Than One Star. This would be a podcast where we explore the most negative reviews on the internet. Specifically ones where the person says, I wish I could give it less than one star. It's it, it's long been known that this is one of the greatest flaws in the five star rating system is the inability to give zero stars. Sometimes a half star is available, but for most Internet rating systems. It's a one to five star rating. Zero not being an option, oh. which it really does seem unfair when you think about like some of the reviews you see the, the the fact that they're making you give a star for something that by all rights has no need to have a one, one st- 20%. I saw a thing on eBay where a guy was selling an electric worm collector, which is essentially just a, two metal probes that you stick into the ground and then plug into an outlet 
and it electrifies the dirt and makes the worms come out so you can take them for fishing. And the review said, one of these killed my uncle. One star. That seemed like... <laughs> it makes it seem like his uncle is kind of an asshole or something. Maybe he was. I don't know. But I feel like that guy should have been able to say zero stars. One, one of okay. these killed my uncle. 20% good. So are we going to be the arbiters of whether uh, a review is worthy of zero stars? Would it be a situation in which, yes, one star is the lowest you can go unless you've had a hearing with Nathan and AJ? And then per their decision... Perhaps we can go down to no stars. We could definitely You've got add... a dead uncle on your hands. By all means, let me take a star away. Dead uncles to the front of the line. <laughs> now let me ask you, that uncle, he didn't touch you, did he? Hmm. Hey, this guy's complaining about a coffin that says world's greatest uncle. Get to the back <laughs> of the line, buddy. <laughs> Oh, he did touch you. Back to the front of the line. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think in some situations, uh, we could rule going the other way. That uh, actually, that's a two star. Where <laughs> you, I, I don't agree with your assessment. Not that bad. We're throwing another star in there. <laughs> we're, we're, giving, we're giving your dead molesting How entitled uncle are you? two stars. You 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 get two star service and and you automatically want to give it no stars? I I cried because I had a touchy uncle in a coffin that said world's greatest uncle until I met a man who had no coffin for his touchy uncle. Mhm. Mhm. But mostly I was just thinking about exploring the most negative reviews we could find. And, and and presenting them as maybe a bit of a public service, you know, so that other people don't get fooled into, you know, doing this stuff. But I like the idea of us bestowing our own seal of approval to negative reviews. You know how they'll have like the verified reviews sometimes will be like, oh, yeah, this person sent us a receipt so we know that they actually ate there and then so we know that they spent eight dollars on some really dry chicken we could we could add maybe talk we'll talk to amazon and see if we can't get a little a little check mark that can go next to a review where we we've double checked their work and it checks out yeah all right let's go to the and then, then we also have a, a oh okay all right. No, what else do we have? <laughs> I was going to say we, we need something uh, in addition to the check mark to, to say that uh, this person is chicken littling. Oh, you know, this guy is not falling. Uh, this uh, this zero star review is um, uh, indicative of uh, uh, bad apple, bad apple getting uh, getting the review. Uh, we could, I mean, we, we do have in this scenario, the ability to add stars to a review, which would mm -hmm. make the person look foolish. We could also maybe just have a, like a button that 
changes all the negative words to positive words. Yeah. And we'd say, this was the best sandwich I ever had. Mm-hmm. My aunt never <laughs> touched me. Uh, and uh, it might be helpful for us to uh, really take in the entire body of work of these reviewers. If we see uh, one review mm-hmm. uh, that a, a reviewer, we find that they only give out one star reviews. It, they probably need a lot of uh, peer assessment from us. Uh, reassessment. Yeah. I mean, that's the sort of thing that you would expect out of other kinds of reviews. You know, you might say like, well, I didn't get it at the time. You know, I thought that Gone Fishing with Danny Glover and Joe Pesci was a terrible movie. But then now I think with a, with enough distance between me and the movie and having seen uh, its writer's uh, body of work, whether it be Cloverfield or those Return of the Jedi, the new uh, Star Wars movies, Alias, uh, uh, was it called Nine Millimeter, Eight Millimeter, Eight Millimeters, the snuff the film, the Nicholas Cage snuff yeah, film, no, thriller, Super Eight. Boy, they there were playing with fire with that, huh? Named it after a different format of eight eight millimeter home movie film. This one's about kids and an alien. The other one, that's just for mommy and daddy to watch later. J.J. Abrams wrote Gone Fishing. And after seeing all the great stuff he's done, I guess I have to admit that Gone Fishing is a 10. 10 plus borderline 11 movie out of a hundred, right? <laughs> we're, we're talking real one star material. <laughs> I have not gone back and reassessed on, on this. I did watch it with my kids recently and it, I was, I was mostly joking about the fact that JJ Abrams uh, is, celebrated as some sort of a great writer and director and uh i i don't think there's any of his stuff that i want to rewatch over and over it's all pretty boring anyway <clears throat> let's go yes, to the hotline yes. okay Folks, if you have an idea for a podcast, you can reach out to us. Please give us your ideas. You can leave us a voicemail at the podcast hotline. That's 702-P-O-D-C-A-S-P. Or we don't have a podcast yet at gmail.com. And here is this. Here's. Let me try that again. And folks, here is. Our voicemail of the week. (laughs) 
There's someone breathing. And that's it. But wait, they called back. A minute later, we got a second call from the same phone number. Oh? And that was call number two. Whoever you are, please. We need to know. Can't just do that. A moment of silence and then call back and say, hello? And then hang up. What is this? Moment of silence. That's the pod that's the podcast idea. It's where we just have a moment of silence. Honestly, easiest idea in the world. Uh we'll we'll have to make sure that the uh editing software doesn't uh just upload our uh introduction and our closer. You yeah. Know? It, it automatically delete <laughs> we have the delete, delete silences. Silence. <laughs> it just shortens the podcast to nothing. Uh, and honestly, I just, I'm realizing that's what's going to do to the voicemail that we played. Yeah. Ah, it's probably for the best, uh, for, for all you listeners out there, uh, there, there was roughly 30 seconds of silence. I believe it was exactly 30 seconds of silence with a little bit of rustling denim or something going on. All right, let's let's just go right on into the Podtron. Folks, the Podtron 4500 is an artificial intelligence that we trained by giving it a list of all the most popular podcasts in the world, and then it analyzes that information and generates a new list of titles that it thinks could be winning podcasts. Podcast titles like <clears throat> Tugboat. 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 Our first Podtron idea of the week is a little project called Tugboat. Great. Maybe this isn't the tugboat that you're thinking of. This isn't your daddy's tugboat. This is uh, this is a premium cruise for people who enjoy. Uh, getting massages where they, where they yank, <laughs> yank you off at the end. Mm -hmm. I was I was sort of wondering uh, wh why they call it a tugboat, not a towboat, because I was thinking it, all all it did was uh, pull other boats, but apparently they're they're used to push and pull boats. Mm -hmm. They can even rub on the boats a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, going no up kissing. and down and up and down. <laughs> yeah, tugboat. Probably the cutest boat, right? Uh, well, bumper boats are pretty cute. I mean... Does that count, though? Bumper boats are kind of violent. Uh, I would say that the the big the big swan boat at the park... Uh-huh, yeah. May, but that's more beautiful than cute. Nobody sees that giant swan and they think, oh cute like if that swan was if that swan was in your yard would you be like that's cute no you'd say no. oh my god 
the most beautiful boat I've ever seen in my yard. I, I guess it's fair to say that they're the cutest boat. I have found some uh, mini tugboats that make the cuteness uh, even oh more God. pronounced. Uh, there's one called the um, it's a U.S. Navy boat, the, the Boomin' Beaver tugboat. Boomin' Beaver. The Boomin' Beaver. We need to explain that one. It on is our a other teeny podcast. tugboat. It's so small. <laughs> and it's a real it's a real working tugboat. Is it doing uh, the is it doing the tugging? Um I I've I found a uh a listing for it on eBay that I'm gonna send your way. Oh my god. Could we purchase the booming beaver? <laughs> White House dot boats just got a new boat. The Boomin' Beaver, yes. I see. Oh my gosh. It's for sale. U.S. Navy Boomin' Beaver. It is hard for me to tell how tiny exactly it is, but I don't think that this is a a, a size of boat that, that a human being can get into. Um... Oh yeah, it says it's one eighteenth scale, three hundred and forty-two. What's that in inches? It's a thir- thirteen and a half inch long tugboat. Yeah, it's it's pretty cute. It is pretty cute. Is this a model of a real thing? Well, I mean. It is a model of a real thing and a real thing itself. Uh, rub your, your hand across uh, this miniature boom and beaver and tell me it's not real. Oh, my God. The real boom and beaver is 19 feet long. It's the United States Navy 19 BB barrier boot boat, a.k.a. boom and beaver. According to uh, an article on military.com, uh, meet the Navy's most adorable boat, the Boomin' Beaver. They should fill that thing with babies. Could you imagine? I say give it back to the beavers. Let the beavers captain this boat. Al-Qaeda coming in with, they, they've spent all summer building their own submarine. And they're, they're sneaking into the harbor and they're going to torpedo the Statue of Liberty for 9-11 too. And then they see there's this boat and it's just, it's filled with little diapered babies and beavers. <laughs> they're wearing their little sailor suit like it's picture day. Yeah, it looks like an Ann Gettys photograph. Osama bin Laden is like, oh, and he just turns his submarine around and sails back to Afghanistan. That's tugboat. What do you got? Okay, I've got have a nice beard. Oh, I, I think that this is a podcast where uh, we become barbers and uh, we talk with a customer about uh, what their current uh, beard uh, has gone through before we shave it off. And uh, by the end of the show, after we've learned that of the life and times of this uh, previous beard. Uh, we wish uh, them a nice new beard after uh, 
killing the old one. The the old beard must die. The beard so the new is beard born must anew. be born. Yeah. yeah. Long live the beard. Don't get too attached to your beard. I know it's attached to you, but until we cut it off, a new one can never flourish. Mm. That's what uh, the Church of Scientology said when Nicole Kidman got a divorce. I don't know. I think, didn't they just uh, kind of throw her away like an old beard? <laughs> I think they were probably a little more concerned with Tommy Boy. Well, yeah, that's why they were saying that to Tom. They were saying, we have to get rid of this old beard so that a new one mm-hmm. can flourish. Do you think, has Tom Cruise ever grown a beard? Did he have like a little beard in Magnolia? Or am I picturing the incredible Burt Wonderstone? Yeah. Have a nice beard. Uh, he has had a beard. Uh, I'm thinking some of these are like maybe The Last Samurai? Hmm. He doesn't even have a beard when he's been in prison for like 15 years in the one Mission Impossible movie. He, he was still getting his hair cut every week in a hellish Russian prison. He probably was fashioning his own barber clippers. They'd hear, they'd come down the hall. Who is getting haircut in here? Tom Cruise, just perfectly, perfectly manicured, just shrugs. We'll catch you one day, Ethan Hunt. Somehow you keep cutting hair in prison. We want you to look bad. I got a, I got another one. Okay. This is called Late Guy Radio Hour. Okay. And you might think, oh, this is on in the evening, right? Late Guy Radio Hour. But that's where you'd be wrong. Late Guy Radio Hour is on in the morning. This is a show you listen to on your way to work, but you're running late. So we're going to give you some ideas of uh, what what to say if anyone asks why you're showing up at 8.15. Say, or, or possibly you, you can uh, put this radio station on when you get to work to, and, and we'll come up with some uh, fake uh, traffic accidents like, oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. I-72 is backed up from yeah. here to there. Let me tell it's you. It's all the way from there to here in your local mm-hmm. highway. To wherever uh, anybody's listening to this, I can't believe that uh, anybody was able to get there from here. Uh, I, I, this is we're here. We are action news in the chopper, flying high over your city. And boy, oh boy, let me tell you, I've never seen anything like it. the The roads have all turned into lava. No, looks like no one will be getting to work unless they are incredibly dedicated to their jobs. And if that is the case, they probably deserve a raise and not a reprimand for it taking them longer than normal to get to work. I'd also like to point out that it's like this every day. <laughs> Late guy radio hour. If you're just joining us, it is not yet eight o'clock. It is actually a few minutes before eight. 
according to and the Atomic I'd like Club. To, yeah. Remind everyone that uh, when you uh, set those clocks forward an hour, you accidentally did it an hour and 10 minutes. Mm. Oh, yes, that's right. So and it's not that late. It is not that late. And I and I don't honestly, I don't know what fallback means. Do you gain or do you lose? It's too confusing for me. It's probably too confusing for you as well. Who are you to judge? You think you know better? Mm-hmm. Shame on you. Sounds to me like everybody should just uh, say, even Steven today. This day's a mulligan. Mm-hmm. I believe it was Benjamin Franklin who said, this day is a mulligan. Do over, do over, do over. That's late guy radio hour. You got another one from the Podtron? <clears throat> I do. Uh, this one is called Mellow Andy. Ooh. Mellow uh, Andy. Uh, uh, as an Andrew, I, I've never really been an Andy, but uh, I think that there plenty of people have been Andys, and uh, I think this is a podcast where we just uh, discuss what it would be like if they uh, were a little more chill. Yeah, maybe we just give you some of that cough medicine with the DXM in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that we do our own. We do cough medicine Cheech and Chong. Okay. So so I would be the mellow Andy. I, I was going to suggest you, that it would be Andy Griffith or Andy Dick or something. Oh, oh. I was picturing like this is your alter ego. Like Snoopy has Joe Cool. Okay. A lot of people don't yeah, realize do that, that when Snoopy turns into Joe Cool, it's because he's been doing drugs. He does. He has the sunglasses on to cover up his bloodshot eyes. Mm. He doesn't want Charlie Brown to know. He's he, they his never eyes... show Joe Cool in his. Uh, he's he's always uh, holding the water fountain on for all the girls and everything, like he's a Fonzie type. Mm-hmm. But they never show him hanging out with. Uh, the the other people in his gang, you you know that Joe Cool is in a like a bad dogs gang. Well, they never show him around any uh, female dogs either. No, he 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 fucks humans. <laughs> this dog is so cool. He fucks human women. Yeah, he was admitted <laughs> to an elementary school, and. <laughs> Is in class and everything, uh, and he's not there to learn. He's there to to fuck our children. <laughs> what, what, what is wrong with us as a society that that is not the only dog with sunglasses where it's implied he's fucking women? <laughs> <laughs> oh. We also use that to sell beer for a while. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was pretty heavily implied that that dog uh, fucked women as well. I'm I'm trying to think of a dog with sunglasses that doesn't. Yeah, I can't. To be honest, anytime I see a dog with sunglasses, I'm just like, that's a dog that has sex with women. Yeah, I, I'm looking at a whole bunch of pictures right now, and, and all of these dogs are... <sighs> Can you imagine coming home from a long day at work? <laughs> 
<laughs> and your dog is there with sunglasses on. You're just like, how you're supposed was to be he? my best friend. You're how not supposed was... to fuck my wife. <laughs> I came home and the dog had a pair of sunglasses on, man. <laughs> she was like, oh, I just put those on him as a joke. That's not a funny joke. Everybody knows sunglasses won't, they'll just fall off a dog's head until he's known a woman's touch. Mm-hmm. And then she says, you know, well, no, I, I put the croquis on him. Like, you bought <laughs> croquis <laughs> for the dog's sunglasses? So that they stay on during sex. My, my sunglasses fall off my face while I have sex every time. You know, I lost those Ray-Bans on the water ski. <laughs> I lost all respect for you that day. <laughs> You're a man, Brian. You should have your own way of keeping your sunglasses on. That's Mellow Andy. <laughs> All right. Well, here's what we got this week. We got you, Matchmaker, you, America, Podsaurus, Never Don't Get It Again, I Wish I Could Give Less Than One Star, Moment of Silence, Tugboat, Have a Nice Beard, Late Guy Radio Hour, and Mellow Andy. Okay. What are you thinking? Um uh I really I I do like you matchmaker you America. I like Mellow Andy. Uh I I feel like the one that is the most formatted of 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 what we have is I wish I could give less than one star or never don't get it again. Those two, I guess, I guess the ones that we thought up ahead of time are the ones that seem the most like they could be a real podcast, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I'm going to throw out a bonus title that, that uh, just so we could cross it off the list and I can stop writing it down and then never using it off the Patron list. Uh Smell the Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) Smell the Hitler. Yeah, they're just uh, the Podtron comes up with these Podtron or or podcast ideas that I don't know what he's after. Smell the Hitler. That's a that's one from the Podtron. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I I write it down. I, I, I. Nearly every week and and do not use it. Okay. Well, I was worried that that was one that you had been writing down from your mind every (laughs) week. No, 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 no. I was like. I would like my mind to to never dwell upon it again. And thus it is burnt. All right. Well, smell the Hitler is also an option. And what, what do you like from this list? Well, and then you just blurt out, smell the Hitler. Smell Hitler. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I'm um, sorry. Smell the Hitler. <laughs> He's been living in a bunker for, for, for a month, <laughs> just uh, sweating. Profusely. Oh, no. Smell that Hitler. We, he's, get, um, he's getting dipped into the big tea jar with all the Amish people. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh boy. I I agree with your assessment about uh, the two that would make for the structurally the best podcast. Uh, I I think that the one star review is even uh, that one will work whether we do prep or not. The Mm. never don't get it again. We need to find a joke book, (laughs) but I do love the idea of making an audio recording of uh, a lame 30 year old joke book (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as well. So and and the re- all of our explanations are just it's racist. All right, well I guess that we're doing I wish I could give it less than 1 star. So if you want to hear that, head over to patreon.com/we don't have a podcast yet or you can use our alternate URL whitehouse.boats. Sign up to support the podcast, you'll get a bonus episode every week. Or every other week, if scheduling gets in the way of us recording, you'll get an episode before any of these proles who just get it for free off of Apple. And you'll also get access to all of our previous episodes that are locked safely behind the paywall. Like I always say, if you like the show that isn't a show, you'll like the show that is a show even more. Of course, all as always, uh, Thank you for listening. Please go give us a review. Give us a star rating. Give us five. Say, I wish I could give more than five stars. I've been Nathan P. Woodard. And I'm Andrew James Estes. Good night. Winchester Cathedral.